0: Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, September 10th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America the president unveils his list of possible Supreme Court picks should he be reelected. Los Angeles officially cancels Halloween. Half of urban households now struggling financially. The Oscars introduce new inclusion guidelines for Best Picture. Americans tune out professional sports. Also ahead, what happens if Donald Trump wins re-election? But first, the president revealing 20 people he could tap to join the Supreme Court should he remain in the White House. So list includes Republican Senators Tom Cotton, Josh Hawley, and Ted Cruz. Liberal Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg turns 88 years old next March and has been battling health problems including cancer. Officials in L.A. County banning trick-or-treating this October saying the Halloween tradition is simply too dangerous in the age of COVID. Other prohibitive activities include indoor parties, street festivals. Folks in L.A. are permitted to attend, quote, Halloween-themed art installations at outdoor museums. New study from Harvard says 53% of households in America's four largest cities, are facing major financial difficulties. Majority of residents in New York, LA, Chicago, and Houston are depleting their savings and turning to credit cards as the urban unemployment rate hovers about 10 percent because of the pandemic. Nationally, unemployment stands at 8.5 percent. Starting in 2024, the Academy Awards will implement new industry inclusion standards for the Best Picture nominees. The movies can only be considered by the Academy if they have, quote, at least 30% of actors or staff from two underrepresented groups, like women, LGBTQ, or people with cognitive or physical disabilities. Sounds very complicated. Americans changing channels on professional sports. Ratings down double digits as football starts tonight. According to a new poll from Gallup, a growing number of adults view the teams negatively. More than 40% say they are unhappy to see athletes making overt political statements on the field. In a moment, President Trump badly wants to be reelected, But what will happen if that happens? Right back. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. What will likely happen if Donald Trump is re-elected president in November? If you study his first term, as I have, Mr. Trump has largely governed in a traditional way. He has moved to the right, become more conservative, because that's where most of his support lies. But he has not gone crazy. In the Oval Office as far as policy is concerned. Now, his demeanor, his tweeting, all of that is, let's say, non-traditional, but put that aside. We're just talking about governance here. So if re-elected, Donald Trump will likely continue to be a traditional president, and his priorities will be these. Making good trade deals and stimulating the economy by making it easier for companies to make money. That's a lot of makes. But Donald Trump believes that his legacy is tied into the country's economic success. So once there is a vaccine for COVID, which is the key to the economic comeback, Donald Trump is ready to resume being a tough trader. And so far, he's been pretty successful in that. Mr. Trump also will support law enforcement over protests and change agents. He doesn't think the United States has to fundamentally change. He will continue to limit immigration, although I do believe some kind of deal will be made to allow more people to come to America legally. But illegally, Mr. Trump will not tolerate it. Next, Donald Trump if re elected, will withdraw U.S. troops from expensive and dangerous overseas situations. And that puts him at odds with some in the Pentagon. He will also name traditional judges to the Supreme Court. And that's a big thing for conservative Americans. He will hold the diplomatic line against Iran and China. He doesn't want those countries to cause trouble. And he will shoot if provoked, although I don't see China and the USA going to war. However, if Iran attacks any of our boats in the Persian Gulf, they're going to get smacked. Donald Trump will practice payback if he's reelected. You can count on that. He believes that people who have hurt him and his family do not deserve respect. If President Trump were more circumspect in his public statements, including tweets, he'd be ahead right now. But the race is very close because millions of voters do not like Donald Trump's style. That is the truth. And Mr. Trump doesn't really care. So if re-elected, you can see that going up a notch or two. If COVID never happened, President Trump would win easily. But of course, that is not the case. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. And please check out my new book, Killing Crazy Horse. Hit number six on Amazon today. And we really appreciate everybody supporting the book. In a moment, something you might not know. Support for this podcast comes from Dropbox Business. Think about the people you work with. You're all supremely different, which is why Dropbox designed a new workspace where whatever works best for you works best for your team, where every file and app connect. Tasks not only assign work, but also help organize it, where you can create new decks, spreadsheets, and even launch video calls without ever needing to leave your workspace. That's Dropbox Business, a space for teamwork your way. Visit dropbox.com slash teams at work for a 30-day free trial. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 57 years ago, legendary television host Merv Griffin was sitting on an airplane about to land in New York City. The producer was thinking about a new game show to launch during the upcoming TV season. Said Griffin to his wife, quote, why not do a switch and give the answers to the contestant and let him or her, come up with a question. The result? The longest-running game show in TV history, Jeopardy! After cycling through a series of hosts between 1964 and 84, the Jeopardy! crew settled on a relatively unknown broadcaster from Canada, Alex Trebek. The series now, one of the most recognized ever to air, and is largely responsible for re-energizing the quiz show format following a series of scandals in the 1950s. The game has gone on to give out more than $12 million in prizes across five decades. Sadly, Alex was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer in 2019 and has been undergoing painful treatment since then. He's written a book about it. Said Mr. Trebek, quote, I've lived a good life, a full life, and I'm nearing the end of that life, if it happens, why should I be afraid of that? Alex Trebek is a courageous and good man. And here's something else you might not know. While it may seem the show revolves around a single host of three contestants, an entire crew works to come up with unique questions. The show employs two dozen researchers and analysts to create the categories and clues used to stump the players. The program even has a website allowing scholars to submit questions from universities around the world. If you end up on Jeopardy!, you must choose your words wisely. The game has three judges behind the scenes listening live to the participants' answers. If you pronounce something wrong, or add an extra word to your answer, it might be no money for you. Jeopardy! is a very disciplined presentation. Back after this. The goal? Explain the 1990s in exactly 60 songs. Tupac, Warren Hill, You Oughta Know, Cream. The greater goal? Move past cheap nostalgia to something deeper and weirder and better. My name is Rob Harvilla. I'm a music critic at The Ringer, and whether you're full of teenage angst or you feel bored and old, whether you don't know the song at all or you know it far too well, my new show will take you through the decade one song at a time. 60 songs that explain the 90s. Follow and listen for free on Spotify. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.